Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where myself, Phil Sexton, and Jeff Seabach, we come together with mics between us every Thursday, really. Every Thursday. And we talk about the industry, we talk about the market, we talk about the direction, the future, and sometimes the epiphanies that we come across or that we that we have as we work inside of this business, running a team with 80 agents that's going to do What's our number now? 770 sales this year? Yeah. So currently year to date sold about 770 houses. So 770 houses. And um, we've got about 50 of our 80 agents that are producing agents. Other ones are in the new agent training program. We're brokered out of eXp Realty. But today we're talking about the evolution of real estate. Yeah. It's just a, a new... Kind of have a big announcement. A, a huge, because a huge announcement. I mean, what a great day to come because we got a huge announcement today. Yes. And it's not just about the evolution of real estate that we're going to talk about, but it's also the evolution of our podcast Wow, that Phil. we're going to talk about. You're building suspense now. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, as everybody knows, they're listening to season four, Jeff. And yes. this is the, the conclusion of season four. And season four, which was... Um, Sponsored by Leopard. Yes. Right. Uh, the National Association of Teams, real estate agents for consumers. It was a, a big push that we did with a cross brokerage push. Yes. To get because the, the 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 industry has not tried enough to raise the bar. Pretty simple. Right. Like they say they want to raise the bar, but they're just out there focusing on just to trying to collect how many agents at every brokerage, right? So Leopard is a is is a a association focused on helping the elite agents, teams, and indie brokers across the country raise the level of service. I mean, the thing that I, I think of the most that we've pushed with Leopard is the idea of surveying every single client because at the end of the day, our performance is not judged publicly. And that the best way to raise the quality of realtors out there is to interview every client that they have Work done with. business with. Because yeah. that is a because the current review system is clearly broken because you only ask the good clients that work. So it yeah. doesn't really help agents improve their service. So now, as we have interviewed every single CBOC lead this year that we've asked them, you know, how likely and our score is a 92. And actually, because Phil, we have increased our service level because when we first started doing it, we had lower scores and now we've improved and we've listened to our clients tell us how well we're doing. Cause it was- You mean that when we started measuring something that something improved? Yeah, I think it's uh, Peter Drucker is the guy that we need to credit that is um manage or you measure what you manage or manage what you measure something to the I don't, i'm misquoting him for sure but basically if you track something and then you can improve it and the review system for us is i think that They're, leopard leopard which is and will continue and if you want to check out realestateleopard.com we thank them we thank the organization for being a part of our podcast but as we're as as season four is coming to an end, and we're about to bark on and embark on season five, I thought, why not have a uh, uh, we have for those YouTube watchers and the Zoom room watchers, we have a leopard sign in our studio here that has been the backdrop, and I think that it just makes sense that we remove it right now because we're going to be switching to uh, a new 
anew. Oh, and you're so just going. Oh, you're going for the visual. We're going for the visual. We're we're gonna take Leopard down Gar- for now. Gary Vaynerchuk. And we're bringing Gary back. And this is the <laughs> this is the mantra that we live by, and that is do stuff you love. Yeah, it says do shit, shit you love. Yes. Right? Do stuff you love, and so we're bringing that back for now. We. Is it? It's okay if it's crooked. Okay. That's right. perfect. Okay, good. Because the majority of our listeners won't even see it. Okay, anyway, good right? deal. All right. Well, because most of our listeners come through the podcast. So good. Yeah. All right, good deal. And so season five, which is going to start next week, is uh, we're, we're still coming up with a, with a fun name for it. But we're going to talk about the evolution of a realtor in describing what the change is with the podcast. And so... Well, I mean, the way I, the way it's broken down is I think that most of the content that we have produced has been uh, focused on helping agents get to one or 10 to, to 100. To 100. Yeah. And we just wanted to come out with a little more content that helps people get started, right? Because a lot of the questions that we get is always what it is. And we wanted to help those people get started. So, yeah. And I know that we've talked about how to get from zero to 10 sales as the new person. But I think really where we see a lot of the questions coming is, like the zero to 50 mark. And it's not necessarily 50 sales a year. It's like that first 50 sales in their career. Right, right. I mean, we're hoping that we could, you know, as a part of Leopard, of course, we were trying to push an apprenticeship program because we think that people have to do hopefully 24 sales each year to really learn this business better and actually do a great job for the consumer. But there's a lot more questions that come in in the zero to 50 from those people, they're they're willing yeah. to participate participate more. Like they really want to um, ask. They're diving in. They're, they're they're so curious. They're searching. They're still yeah. on a mission to find the secret, the magic postcard, the secret sauce. The what do I got to do when I wake up? I'm new to being an entrepreneur or an independent contractor. I used to have a boss telling me what to do, and now I just get to wake up and do whatever I want to do. And so we're, we're going to do is try to bring some focus, some guidance and some accountability to those, to those people. All right. But so you mentioned something called the evolution of real estate. I mean, are you going to just leave that out there? It sounds like a lot of big words in a row and I, I don't know what they mean. You know, I've been um, licensed now since 2006. My dad was a real estate broker here in the Valley. Um, prior to that, I think he got licensed in 1980 technically. Um, and he ran a real estate company here. And so I got to kind of see him from afar on his evolution of being a realtor. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm uh, battling a little sinus. I got a little sinus congestion. But you were today. tested and you don't have any. I'm negative on the Omni core, Omni, Omni. I don't have COVID. But um, I watched my dad go through or not go through this, but I, I know that he went through this and I've started to see other agents that ask us questions are they're starting to become normal in this evolution. It's what has helped me identify what the evolution of a realtor is. And so let's talk about the three main stages of a realtor. Because like Emily, I was talking with Emily before the call. And and I think that um, what she was saying is that she was an agent in Indiana. Right. And so she was working in Indiana for she nine actually years. fits this. Sorry that she bought she had to go out and take a call, but this is exact this is just, her. Yeah. Yes. Like it's, oddly enough, someone we don't know, your evolution of real estate happens to fit one of our guests. It's awesome. So the evolution is let's let's start with the first stage, right? When people want to get into real estate, they 
They think that it's going to be easy money. They might have a house that they want to buy themselves. And so if they get their license, then they can represent themselves and it'll be a better return or a better investment. They really want to get a license and figure out how to sell houses, Mm -hmm. whether that's working with buyers or working with sellers. Right. And I would say that that is like the first of the three legs of real estate. I want to learn. I want to go from from not being in the business to getting into the business to figure out how to so make we're going to call it the learn phase. Yeah, the learn phase. Although, learn, you know that learn it's goes just, through all three. I know, but, but, it, yes. but it, it's just the idea of... How about the up to speed phase? Okay, yeah. So the idea is, oh my God, I see people being very successful in real estate and I want to be successful in real estate. So just the the whole idea of, okay, now I need to take a class, I need to get on until you get to, to get through, you get work with a broker, you start selling houses. But even, I think that that, that first phase, go, like we said, goes up to about 50 sales. I mean, I think it, depending on your price point, because I feel like it's more money-based than actual total where the person, like once they've, Establish that they understand it because once you sold 50 houses, assuming that you listed 20, you did some rentals, you you you, you had 30 buyers or whatever the mix is, at least you've done at least 10 of each category, you start to feel pretty comfortable. Right. And you get to the point where you might even have recurring clients that are coming back to you. Right. And so you get to the second phase of real estate, and that is what I consider the um working. Uh, uh, working to help people buy houses, the working to help people sell houses, the working as an agent with buyers in your car, you're doing open houses, you're going on listing appointments, you are make you have made it as a realtor. I'm gonna, I, I think we should call it professional. Professional, this is the professional phase. Maybe, I mean, is that, I'm up for edits, but the yeah. professional stage is a stage where now, you know, because in learn, you're not, you don't know enough yet, even though the current environment allows you to be equal to everybody else. But honestly, when you're on that first appointment, in that first sale, and then second sale, you just don't know as much as you, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. You feel great because you were told all the book stuff and all the training programs you went through. But yeah, so in that first stage, you're ready for the three questions you know they're going to ask. In the professional stage, you're ready for those 300 questions they could possibly ask. Yeah, well said. Exactly, right. right. And then and then what happens is when agents start to reach a certain Does level of success. Does it happen to everybody? Uh, I, it happens in different ways is what I see. Okay. But when people get to that 25 million mark or that whatever you want to call it, maybe it has something more to do with the income that they receive from selling houses. But what I see it most commonly between 20 and 30 million, that's when agents who are professional in this industry start to look for ways to monetize what they have figured out in an effort to turn down the number of clients they may have in their car. Okay, so let's talk about that. So to me, it's like why there's so many coaches in the industry is pointing out what the third phase is because they're trying to, um, they feel that they learned a skill right? Yep. Then they executed the skill. Correct. Right. Yep. And now they're into the, how do I monetize the skill I learned? So a lot of people we see move to, I mean, it's coaches. We see people build teams. We did. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, what other uh, other activities that you the see? The big one that starts with the B that you didn't mention? Oh, oh, oh. You mean that uh, once people understand how to sell? Because I, I, back to the professional, I think also it's the point out is the professional, the big word is tired. Okay. I was going to say hunter. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hunting is tired. Right. They begin to, because real estate is repetitive, right? right. Because it's, you know, once you've gone out with, uh, I still think it's 200 sales, not 50, yeah. right? Like now, because that's when I went to GRI and I was like, what am I missing? Like after selling 200 houses, I think that the, somewhere in that range from 50 to 200 or 300 houses is this idea of um, what's next. I'm bored. I, I got this. There's not a lot of new like I, when I get to the end of the, and the thing is, is I think that make, to make it really obvious is this could happen in one year or it could happen in 15 years. There's just a point where the professional feels full, right? Like, 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 like I don't need to do that anymore. How can I leverage how great I am? Right. Well, because we're, and we're human and we always want to be challenged. And so with most professional hunters, that get tired, if they're not excited about the next big goals, like if you sold 25 million this year, next year, you're going to sell 50 million. That to me is new, a new challenge, right? How do we double the amount of business that you get? But some people don't want to go continue to grow their, their growth. What they want to do is, is what do you say? Mail it in. They want to they want milk money. They want milk money. Milk like, money. And so we have agents that go and get their broker's license so that then maybe instead of the up and down of commission sales, which you know can is be there, is a there, challenge. I mean, I guess you can get you can become a realtor that is employed by somebody to just answer questions for all the other realtors. Sounds easy, doesn't it? It's like a broker, right? Now you get to leverage what you've learned to help. And when you're a broker at a company, then what that Company is going to well, require I, I that you give do back, right? Like that. Yeah. Yes, but so you so when you bring all your knowledge in and you become a broker and you start answering all those questions, hey, while you're not answering questions, would you please reach out to uh, you know some of your friends in the industry and see if they want to come join our brokerage as well, right? So it's not necessarily your commission, your your payment isn't tied to the recruiting, but you know you might get bonuses or whatnot if you are a good broker and you can attract lots of agents to come work with your company. And that's the this third phase, which I call the um, hmm, what do we want to call it? The gearing up for retirement phase, the turning down the hunting, uh, next level. I next don't know. level, right? Okay. Like to me, it's just the they. they this is the exit strategy phase, right? Like, what are you gonna? What are you doing to get out of the business without just quitting? Well, because to me, where as I'm thinking of the people there is because it's usually. Why I say next level is because I think they like to still get the money from the this here, and now they want to add. Maybe it's is it because uh, do most brokers still sell houses? Some of them do, right? Some of them, yeah, yeah, right. But it's just the idea of okay, right? Like what, what challenges? I was it's thinking, the, I was thinking challenges in life and cha- like a, a new venture. It's it's new. one of the other ways I've heard it said is. At the beginning of every year, the you don't want to wake up with zero. And at the beginning, in a hunter's life, when they wake up in that January 1st, how many homes have they sold this year? 
Zero. So, so they've got to go out and hunt and they got to go kill everything that is going to bring in their income. And that starts to wear on people. They start to get tired of that. And so you hope while you're a hunter, you can put enough away or make good investments so that you can live off of those investments. Right. And that is your strategy. That is your exit strategy, if you will. Yeah. But it's not everybody's. Right. Well, I think maybe it is called the retirement level. I mean, to me, it's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to, yeah. this was a new idea. We were just talking about it. I mean, the idea, the idea of, I don't, I think it's, for me, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to be the only one making income for me. Right. Cause that's part of that as well. You remind me of a, uh, my uncle who was an attorney. And so other people go through the, he said, you know, being an attorney is hard work because you have to put in an hour in order to get paid for that hour. Right. Well, Meaning, uh, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. But we put a lot of hours in that we don't get paid on. I know. that's right? like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, But what does that attorney do? That attorney wants to then become a partner at their firm so that they can start to make money on other people's hours, not just theirs. Same. Evolution exactly. of an attorney. Same. Same. Okay. That's my point. So that's why level, I bring it up. I, I think it's a, uh, uh, right. You're, Cause I think at this level, they're looking to make more money still like, cause everybody has in their career, as you go on, you want to make more money, not less money. Yeah. You want new challenges, next level, right? Challenges. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's hard. But you know, we were talking to a guy who's a top agent at a local company here and he was like, you know, uh, I just am looking for something where I don't have to have clients in my car every day. Right. So how much volume did he do last year? Uh, 20, between 20 and 30 million. Okay. So how long has he been a realtor for? I don't know, three, five years, whatever. And that's my example. Just that like, I, I mean, some people cross it in the first year, right? And I have another people- friend in Chicago do between 20, 30 million, right? He's talking to me about what he's doing in his business right now because he wants to set it up so that he doesn't ever have to have another buyer in his car. Almost the exact same words. And maybe that's why this epiphany has happened to me now is because I've had several conversations with people at the end, you know, the second half of this year that are all in the same boat of, man, we've been, it's been such a killer market. It's been such a killer run. We've been putting in our time and hunting and we have been making it. It's awesome. But now what is the, well, what I, is I the have next one phase? stat to pull it all together. All right. I can't so, wait. Well, I mean, cause I always look for stats. Do you know how many coaches there are in the U.S., real estate coaches? Let's see. There's 1.6 million realtors. So there's probably 100,000 coaches. Yeah, I have no idea. That's not a number that's public. Okay. So do you know how many? You really set me up there. I thought you were coming with something gold. <laughs> I thought you were coming with something gold. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, no, but you know what? A co- oh, 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 oh. How many teams? Because I wrote down three things. At this level, mm-hmm. it's they they look for coaching, they look for building teams, they look to become a broker, and is there another one? Yeah, okay, good. But build teams. I heard, and I, this is something I like to pull the audience on. Broker is, owner? No, they, hold on, they, hold on, just slow down. I'm. You asked me a question, and I'm answering it. What's that? Are there other ones? Yes, they start real estate brokerages. That's what three is broker. Okay, because I, I thought broker was like, you can be employed by Better Homes and Garden as a broker. Oh, fair, right? As opposed to being an owner where oh. you start your boutique brokerage. Okay, they're both in that category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, good deal. But build teams, how many teams are there in the US? Do, maybe Suzette knows. 
Suzette, well, if we're going to ask Suzette, we have to give her a couple of seconds to find the unmute button. Which is because the she's space muted. Bar? Yes, if the screen, if she, depends on if she's on the mobile app or not. Maybe we could ask Clay or the caller whose name does not appear. Is that his hands raised? But I'm not seeing, no, that's the cursor. Oh. I'm not seeing any of their unmute buttons. Okay, good deal. Yeah. Clay. I heard a number of... 50,000. Did you hear another number? Teams? Yeah, I thought I saw it on Rob Hahn's podcast. You, know, you used to quote it more. I don't remember 70, what it was. 70,000, 50,000. Sure, 50,000. 50, right. Um, I also heard from, I thought Inman said it was like 100,000 teams or something like that. Anyway, but what I do know for sure is what, Phil? How many brokers there are in the U.S.? Oh, you do? Yeah. What's that number? Well, that, right. That's 100,000, 111,000, 110,000, 101,000, somewhere in that range. Okay. And by broker, you mean like a brokerage? No. Yeah. You're talking a broker license? Like Amy Joe? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I, I'm just trying to- That put... seems light because some states require you be a broker. To have they, they don't have sales agents, okay. so it must right. be brokerages. No, no, brokerages, yeah. Yes. So there's a hundred and ten thousand brokerages in the U.S. to just substantiate this level to yeah. realize that there's probably, I mean, let's say there's a hundred thousand teams and there's a hundred thousand coaches. I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of coaches. I mean, it, it might be 200,000 coaches. Well, I think as a real estate agent, you get like, you find great joy in helping your clients achieve their goals of buying and selling houses. Oh, speaking. And so then you get to go out and do that for other agents. And that brings a similar joy where you've already kind of figured out that the advice you share is good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking is the other one. Okay. Well, yeah. but either way, this category is to me, I'm just like, is about 25%. Should we include podcast hosts? On yeah, that? of course. Yeah. But, but podcast hosts are one of the, yes, like, yeah. or all of I'm them. I'm trying to think of what yeah. else we do. Well, when I, when I when we went to Inman and they were talking about the teamerage, right? Like, like, I'm just trying to think of the, like, but it's, if it's 400,000, which doesn't now seem like a unreasonable amount. 400,000 what? Uh, broker, brokers, brokerages, oh, coaches, building a that. team, yeah. coaches, speakers, right? Like Got real it. estate speakers, like 25% of the industry is in this level. Trying to get out. I was just trying to substantiate why we, because you think it's 25, 50, 25? I think it's 50, 25, oh, 25, good. 50, 25, 25. Well, what? So Right, like 50 percent of the agents are under fifty thousand fifty sales average in their career. In right. their career, yeah, twenty five percent are working on that in some level, mm -hmm. and then twenty five percent are. I mean, we. I like those numbers. This, I can the, go with the, that. The fifty percent is probably low. It's probably sixty five, but it's good enough. Good enough. Yeah. So, but why are we talking about the evolution of real estate today? Is is that what you wanted to ask me, Jeff? Phil, why have we spent this time talking about the evolution of a real estate agent? Because season five of our podcast is going to go in the reverse evolution direction, where we are the last season four was all about this professional phase and how to take people that are good and make them great. And season five, which we are going to start next week, is going to 
go backwards in the evolutionary time. And we're going to start talking to these people that are getting into this business and learning how to do this business. Mm. And that I'm pretty excited about. So then on Thursdays, we're going to shoot it here. Is it going to be a different time? I mean, is the new season there? Is it going to be, there's not two podcasts. It's just one new season. Yeah. And we're going to have YouTube videos that they're going to be able to watch. I thought we're the, going- I thought the, the announcement was, that's funny because I didn't realize it was season five. I thought the big announcement is that we're going to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a big announcement. I, I, but some people might be watching us on YouTube now. So they're like, wait a minute. You guys are already here on YouTube. Come on. I mean, what percentage? Of, most of the people, Lena, is that not true? Most of them is listening to the podcast? Most. Yeah. Most. Yeah. Are we to? But sometimes it's 50-50. Depends on the topic. Okay. Oh. But what we're going to do with season five is not just like, because we have been podcast first here, right? And then we would record our podcast and we would post it as a YouTube video. Yeah. And I think it's time that we adjust that and we go YouTube first. Okay. And then we take the audio from us making the YouTube videos and that becomes the podcast. So we're going to use YouTube live or are we going to record it and then post it? I'm sure we're going to use YouTube live. I'm sure we're going to use YouTube just the way that your kids use YouTube. And I'm sure we're going to get into YouTube shorts. Like we're going to go into YouTube. That's like saying, if you're getting into Facebook, so you're going to be in the newsfeed. Well, that's the goal. How many different ways can we interact with this tool? And that's why sometimes I think that you're just an a-hole. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, you <Hey>, stupid. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Right, We're going to post videos oh. on the internet. <laughs> and people can watch them. Uh, yes. Wow. But what I think is going to be fun is it's amazing. That even when we're talking to the, t- the professional crew, which we have been for the last season, is that the topics that we talk to them about overlap these because some agents figure out how to be, they're such a good hunter that they don't actually build the business or they don't build, put a foundation in their business of how to do more business without having to hunt every single deal. And when we get into the getting into this industry, getting up to speed in this industry, well, you know, there's going to be I some mean, basics I, that, that everybody well, that appeals to everybody. I think that what is missing from the professional category is breath right like i don't think they all like a lot of times people as soon as they sell 50 houses 100 houses 200 houses they want to create a team they don't do the other things they don't they're not buying real estate like the gal we had on earlier right like she didn't say oh well now i own 50 houses Right. Like they yeah. don't think of the breadth of, oh, now I'm going into commercial. Now I'm going into flipping houses. I'm going into wholesaling houses. I'm going into, right. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it actually is something that I think everybody could benefit from. So that's why we're moving in into season five and we'll put it in the spotlight. So great. Awesome. So we want to thank everybody that has made it this far. Thank you for season four. I think that it's been a fantastic season. It's been a fun year, fun run. Next year, 2022, we're, I, well, we're going to come up let with me ask you, Is it going to be, I, I think though, I would say that the pace needs to pick up next season. Like to me, because of, I mean, the reality is for the professional, there's just not as much time to listen to the podcast, but these guys got more time in the hands. And I think that we should, I mean, is there any thought in trying to put out a little more content? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. How about every day? Okay. Oh, uh, that's a challenge. I, wow. Should we make it a 30 day challenge We're, with our listeners? Yeah. Because we shouldn't be the only ones that are putting out content every day. Yes. I think that everybody should be putting out content every day if you want to be found. Right. Yes. Which most entrepreneurs well, want to I be mean, found. But it is the goal of us in sharing is we want agents to grow. We want right. people to grow their business and that we want to put out content that they can grow and we want to show them as because we're always we are for those that are new listening right like we are show right like <laughs> like um do as i do not do as i say because i think that that is really if you were going to ask us to separate from most of our competition we do what we say right so yeah uh, well no we're gonna the video no you're you just took me back to the story i was telling an agent yesterday about getting into the business and when i was 27 years old i found myself on stage teaching rooms of 500 realtors how to use the internet to get business common though that is having never done it like that's not what i did to feed my family i just learned about it from other people that were doing it and then came and taught about it and it, it like there was a hole in the back of my mind with my credibility, because if I truly believed the words that are coming out of my mouth, then I would do it, right. not, not just teach it. And I think that that is the mantra that we have continued to live by, where let's talk about what we do, not what we think we should be doing. Well, I, I just have a problem with listening to people that tell, like, I just don't love that. Like, to me, it's why I think I love the NBA is because I'm listening to Shaquille O'Neal that went out on the floor and did it. So when he was describing what he saw, it's easier to believe. Yeah. Right. And it's easier to follow and it's easier to learn because I actually believe him. And that when people deliver it without doing it. So do you listen on Monday when you watch, do you watch Monday night football? I know where you're going and yes is the answer. (laughs) Do you do you tune in on the normal ABC show that's got the regular commentators? No, I used to, but because this year they came out with something new, right? Where yeah, they got- they did you see the 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 someone quoted and said, "Joe Buck, you just lost your job." No. Yeah. Tell me why? 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 Finish because the, finish e, the story. Because Eli Manning, who won two Super Bowls, and his brother Peyton Manning, who won two Super Bowls. Do you think that they have a different take than a guy that never played football? Yes. And they do. And you know what? Last week. (laughs) It's so funny because I have watched, I have logged so much watching football. It's embarrassing. I love live football. I'm a, I'm a diehard football fan. And Peyton Manning said something that I never heard another analyst. Now, so to say, I mean, I it, to five thousand hours logging football is probably not enough. Like a hundred thousand. Like, yeah. And to think that I listened to all those other people talk about it, and they never brought up this point. And why I love listening to the practitioner. It, Are we going to have time for one more commercial, Adam? Now, let's take a quick commercial break. Okay. <laughs> You know that property that the listing agent said had multiple offers, but you know there really weren't any? 
Don't you think we should be offering more transparency for the consumer while they're house shopping? We would love to hear your thoughts. Visit us on Facebook at Real Estate Leopard and chime in. Hey, thanks for staying with us. Yeah. We're back. All right, Jeff. We're all on the edge of our seats. Okay, now I forgot what he was going to say. Eli the commercial said- was so long. Yeah, no, 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 no. Peyton said um, he was making a comment because they were driving the football. And, oh, what did he say? He said, <laughs> Peyton said, um, oh, it was, um, he said, it was third and six. Okay. And the team went with a running play. Okay. And after they ran it and he turned to Eli and he said, well, you know what happened there. The reason why they went with a run is because the coach told them we're going for it on fourth down, which now allows you to run on third down because the quarterback knew they were going it on fourth down, but the defense thinks they're going to throw it because it's third and six and you wouldn't run it. So, but they know they were already because the fact that he knew. And then did they go for it on fourth? Yeah. Right. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they got it because they ran and they surprised them and they got it. They didn't have to go for fourth. But he said that the quarterback can then he gets two calls, like just like that inside conversation that none of the like, oh, what are they going to run on fourth down? Because because the people that don't know what the conversations are make up what it's supposed to be saying. Guess what? They're wrong. Right. He knew because they I mean, he's been 18 in a few season, 60,000 yards passing lifetime. Yeah, he's been on four different, three different teams or five, I guess you count Tennessee, but a bunch of teams. But I just had him as a Colt. Yeah, he went to the Broncos. Oh, I'm yeah, a Bronco right. fan. He won a Super Bowl with the Broncos and he was terrible in the Super Bowl. But he, but I believe, I, I love watching them because it's so much better than, the other thing is, is they bring in, last week they brought in David Letterman. Okay. The Who old was, talk show? He's still well, with us. He, he was on Did he my, do a top 10? No, he, he talked about it. Uh-huh. But he was on my goal life to be on his show, right? Like, so like, but yeah. to bring in iconic guests, because these guys are also superstars, but to integrate them to talk about, it's just entertaining and they're great. I mean, why you would watch anyone other than Eli and Peyton talk is beyond, like, I could shut everybody off. So... <laughs> But it's why we talk and we're trying to give that same kind of tips and tricks in selling houses so yeah. that we can help everybody that's listening. Our commentary comes from a spot of doing. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Season four. It's been fun. It Thank you, great. everybody. If anybody wants to leave a review on Apple iTunes or podcast, Spotify, Spotify we even use uh, all wherever you listen to the podcast, give us a thumbs up on Jeff's Facebook if you're watching us live on yeah. the internet. And then uh, if you comment, just tell us where you are in the evolution, right? Like, yes. are you still learning? Are you have you moved into the professional? Are you running? Are you've moved into the next level? Three? And now you're looking to be a speaker or coach, building a team brokerage. We'd love to help you. Thank you so much. Good night, Seattle. Good night, Seattle. <laughs>